know what it is. It's your girl DJ K. Callie. You're rocking with the Feedback Podcast. Feedback.com. Check it out. What up, everybody? It's back with the Feedback Podcast. And in this episode, I sit down with my good friend Craig Allen. We used to live in Austin, now lives in New York City. And I wanted to get his take and his insight on being a transplant in Austin when he first came here. And now he's like in his life in New York. So a lot of similarities and differences between the two cities in terms of the crowd, the music, the scene and everything. So we'll talk a lot about that. And if you're from New York or you've been in New York and you're listening to this, I definitely want to get you guys' take uh, on the city. Uh, so feel free to comment. Let me know what you think. But this man can talk for hours, and he has a lot of shit to say. All right, let's go. And we're live. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast. When we talk about everything Austin nightlife, my name is Back, and today I get to talk to my good friend Craig Allen back from New York City. Yo, man, hey, yo, it's really good to be here, yo, but can I tell you? You have a really, like, good name, but every time I try to message you on Facebook or inbox you, it just goes with that B-A-C-K, and so I feel like I'm really ruining our friendship every time I send you the inbox. I am not offended. So I apologize. I'm not offended. You would have said, you would have done that maybe a few years ago, I'd be like, this motherfucker here. Yeah, right? This motherfucker here. I but wish nah. you would, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Put a C in my name, I dare you. You don't even know it. Nah, but it's, it's all good. It's all good. But uh, one thing I want to thank you, I want to thank you for is that one... Uh, you still got the most posts on the feedback website. Yo, that's crazy. You're up at 23 posts. But can I tell you that none of them mean anything? It was a lot about a lot of nothing. It doesn't matter. It was still con- it was, you're Yo, still contributing crazy. and supporting. So, again, you know, it brought traffic. People read it. So that's insane. props to you. Yeah, shout I pre- out. I appreciate you for that. Shout out to people who buy branded bullshit. That's crazy. Because <laughs> that's the end of the day of what I am, a brand of bullshit. Way to, way to sell yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm here for. All right. So... Uh, for those who don't know, Craig Allen, you're originally from Philly. Yeah, I'm originally I'm originally from Philly, man, and a lot of people don't know that. Um, but I moved out when I was like, like 17 or something. But y'all don't even know that. But uh, yeah, but I lived. I used to live in Austin. Yeah, but what I really want, um, um, like the insight that you're gonna give to Word. to the audience is really what it's like to move to Austin, to Austin. from another city. And what what to expect and everything. So, Whoa. how did you? What did you know or hear about Austin before you came here? What? Why did you came come here in the first place? <laughs> back is like, why the hell were you even born? <laughs> Jesus Christ, back! <laughs> Give me some answers. Would make me feel like leaving here with dignity. You'll be fine. We have an hour to talk. Like, do you have a mother? Do you have a father? No, actually, I moved to um, Texas in general just to work on AmeriCorps. I was doing AmeriCorps work, so I used to work with kids, and it's it's crazy for y'all to think I'm not good with kids. But I'm Austin with kids. So I used to live in San Antonio. Uh-huh. So I moved there and I did AmeriCorps. And then um, I started just like feeling the weather here. So I moved to San Marcos. Mm-hmm. And then there was a job open to move like to Austin to kind of work on the Obama campaign when he first got on. Oh. You know what I'm saying? When they didn't even like black people. When he was just still making us look good. Especially <laughs> you black. Because you, 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 you pretty black, dude. I know. I just go I'm proud black. of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, I moved here and I just ended up staying. So what what did you uh, know about Austin before you came here that, that that you thought oh shit I have to be there? I thought it was a lot of tumbleweeds. I did. 
I really thought it was because every place I moved to in Texas, I thought it was tumbleweeds everywhere I went. I was like determined to find tumbleweeds. Uh So I thought it was like just no civilization. I didn't really think there was uh, any type of thing popping. But boy, was I wrong. What year was that? Oh, my God. What year was that? I'm going to say 2008. Wow. Okay. Yeah, there was definitely stuff popping. Then you showed up and you're like, holy shit, I had no idea. Oh, my God. Like I envisioned like tumbleweeds to now like when i was living there i was like oh my god i know i'm bound to like run into will smith that sweet 101 talking about getting jiggy with it i knew <laughs> it, that was going to happen at some point i was like this place is insane yo like this fucking place is insane so did you find it overwhelming with all the all the stuff going on and yeah 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 because i'm not gonna lie to you like i'm a real bitch ass nigga and so you know a lot of things that i like to do mm-hmm. are not that real but man it got real here so fast and it's a it's more of a dynamic of um, what you're used to and how and what and you know they, when what Austin gives you is okay we're gonna give you what you're not used to but we're gonna heighten it to that level. Mm-hmm. I mean that's how it used to be. I mean I can see how things change now, but yeah, and we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that later. But so you come here and you had no idea, and then it's crazy, and you're like I gotta jump in there. Jesus Christ! I think I ate a stripper out one night. <laughs> I swear to God, I think I really ate that pussy. I'm sorry, back. No, I mean, no, you know, it's okay. It's you know, this is this is a real explicit interview. You know, all right, all right. You have kids. Let's, let's, don't. Let's, let's take it there. Let's if, take it there. If you have kids, please don't let them. So listen when you to first, hold oh, on. So you first, you first come here, and you know already know people who live here, or you just like fresh. Oh, yeah, good question. No, I actually I didn't know anybody, and so um, which is another thing crazy because if you if you just moved to Austin, you don't know anyone. It's not going to be fun. And I'm back. I'm telling you this, but you already know this. No, no, that's fine. This for yeah. this for people listening. Yeah, so no, I didn't know anybody. I remember sitting off my apartment in South Congress, my first New Year's Eve here, and I'm like, yo, what am I going to do? It's like boring. Uh-huh. People will spend their life savings to go to Times Square, New York, just to see that ball drop. That right. glittery that glittery ball of glimpse and hope of your New Year is going to be great. Uh-huh. All your resolutions are going to come true. Man, I took my ass right to 6th Street and just watched the ball drop. That's all I was doing. And then I just ran into some people from San Antonio that I used to know. I was like, yo, let's go. So I went to Toulouse. You know, I wasn't in the 40-40 with Jay-Z. I was at Toulouse. No offense <laughs> to Toulouse, but y'all niggas ratchet at Toulouse, bro. But shout out to my boy Bradley Jackson. But y'all some ratchet ass niggas in Toulouse. So those were the f- what were the first places you were hitting? Just to- Oh, my God. <sighs> Come on, it's 2008 yo, or nine. It's not that far back. I know. But when you get drunk on 6th Street, real drunk. So it was 6th Street first. It was 6th Street. Good introduction. It's over the hardest. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> my first night going out, I didn't even know where I, I woke up the next day. I didn't even know where I was at. Like, I didn't know where the hell I was at. I was like, yo, this place is insane. They're like, what bar did you go to? I was like, uh, I don't know. It ended up being pure. Oh, damn. The crack house. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? So what? <laughs> that nigga was in there buying leather shoes so, and still selling drinks. So how were you, how you, how were you picking the spots you were going to? Was it just like, I'm going to stumble into this joint. I'm going to stumble into that joint. Oh, a bunch of girls are walking in here, so I got to follow that. Back, you know why we're great friends? Yeah. Because you're very responsible. You're a family man. You listen to the advice of people who guide you the right way. Me, I take a sip of anything, preferably a mason jar from Toulouse, and I let that be my decision of where I'm going to go. So I let their responsibility lead me to where I went. And that's how I ended up, bro. I was just like, oh, one drink after another, and then like a dollar and 50 cents here. You yeah, they, they cost nothing. It costs nothing here to get so fucked it, up. It's always going to lead you in the wrong direction. You might just happily, voluntarily walk into a police department here just because that's how <laughs> crazy you are. Dude, that's how fucked up you are. 
So did, did you, um, so once you got into that, you were like, okay, this is it. This is the place I want to be at. And you're just going to, you know, keep doing it, I guess. Was it, okay, hold on, let me ask you this. Was it like, did it become a, a weekly thing? I don't even know what weeks means in, in Austin, Texas. I mean, I, I get it. I get the concept of what you're trying to ask me, but right. I don't know what week means. But it did it become a thing that I regularly did? Um, no, because, I, it, you know, it it's levels here in Austin. Your, right. your tolerance has to be at a level where if you're passing out past 10 drinks, like if I just gave you a, two bottles of bleach for bottle service, like literally bottles mm-hmm. of bleach, we expect you to handle that at real. Like I just told you to drink Clorox. You need to know how to handle that if you're a real Austinite. You can handle two boxes of bleach. You can get out of Austin, Texas. And that's where I had to get to that level. So I had to get to the level where it's like if you offer me bottle service, a bottle of bleach, I had to be able to handle that. So, you know, weeks leading up to me being able to drink bottles of bleach, no, it wasn't like a regular thing. But when I was able to drink like acid and all them other crazy shits, yeah, they became a weekly thing. And that's when it's to a whole new level. You didn't even know. Nah, I know you're going to go with bleach and fucking. That bleach, though. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> Which, which is, I mean, which is so, so so how did what what was your um so you had no process really it was just like hey I'm just gonna jump into this both feet and see what that takes me yeah definitely man and definitely in, on skis so but in in the process how did you get to you know meet people because what I remember is that I used to see you around I didn't know who you were because you came out of nowhere mm-hmm. really. And I was like, okay, this dude seems to know the people I know. And I, I've i been here for a while. It took me it's years. Funny you, it's funny you mention that. And, uh, and we, had a, we had a conversation. We had before. a real conversation yes. about that. Yes, so, yes. you know, my, actually, to date back to what you just said, my mother, um, who just graduated from grad school, by the way, I'm proud Congrats, of her. Congrats, mama. Love. Um, she mentioned a long time ago, bro, when I was like 12, she said, you know, your greatest gift in life is going to be networking. Mm-hmm. You know, to be black and to be like s- somewhat respectful to people is creepy because they don't trust it. You know, so I was like trying to be as genuine as I could. And it just happened to be what it was. So, like I said, my mom told me when I was like, I guess, like 12, or 13, networking was going to be the greatest gift in life that I ever had. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, dude, it's, it, it's, it is so beyond true. And I didn't realize until I got to New York because what you just said that I came out of nowhere. Everyone thinks that in, in New York, too. Like, a lot of the, like, production people, it's like, yo, it's like you were almost destined to kind of just grind it out until you wanted to do something with your life. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there is something about your personality that says, hey, I can talk about to anybody about anything. And Yeah, it's a little too much. Yeah. It's brash. I'm surprised you're taking this time. I mean, it's, it's too, I, mean, I get it. <laughs> no, I, I know it. you, so I know how you operate, and, you know, I'm, I, that's, that's fine with me. So I had to fall back. I was much like you when I went out in Austin. I had to fall back and just kind of, like, let... Like, I, it, it's it's something about my presence that just people look at me and they're like, there's something about this guy that, like, I just don't trust or I just don't like or I do like. He just has something about him. You know, let me say, so I was out in um, New York at this party one night. Mm-hmm. Beautiful cocktail waitress. Um, you know, I use I ain't going to say that right now. No, actually, I will say that right now. I, you know, I like all kind of women. It ain't nothing off the weight scale that I don't like, baby. But this woman was, like, really tiny, petite, and, like, beautiful. For her to say this to me, I was like, really taken back she goes uh she just walks up to me she said i don't know what it is about you you just have this big thing about you i mean not saying my height and we're not even talking about sexually but like a presence guys come on Mm -hmm. get your mind out the gutters that's what she said and i realized like damn you know maybe it's true 
it took a it took a while for me to learn how to handle it because then when you realize it, you realize it comes along with the hate, but it comes along yeah. with the the um the responsibility of knowing how to handle it. And I'm still I'm still getting used to it. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. That's how I ended up just meeting people here. Like, I, you know, people were drawn to me, and then it was like this thing, you know what I mean? I've gotten in fights with motherfuckers being like, yo, I don't know why you think you this, that. I'm like, I never even told you that. Like, so, so when, it, was, it was trials and tribulations of meeting people here in Austin. But the, the, thing, I, the, the thing about Austin is that, and I don't know if it's the same in New York, and tell me, tell me if it is, is that there is this, I would say, in crowd of people. Especially when it comes to nightlife, and I'm I'm part of it. You are definitely part of it. I am. I am part of it, and 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 it's 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 not that much of a it's not a closed circle, but it's really people know everybody. The degrees of separation in Austin is like one or two. Like you meet someone, and um, you try to introduce them to a friend, and go, "Oh no, I know this person." Word. And it's like, well, how how that happened? Oh yeah, well, you know, we used to go out or whatever. Right, we used right. to work together, so. It's it's um there is this there is this circle there is this crowd here and right. it's a very tight one. So it's when someone comes from out of town and then is is everywhere. That's why you were on my radar when I you know when I first met you. I was like you were the first person who mentioned that to me in Austin actually. Really? You're like dude, you came out of nowhere. Yeah, you did. And yo, shout out to Study Breaks Magazine because yo, Study Breaks Magazine is actually who put me on that radar. Yeah, no that's lie, true. That's, that's how true. it first happened. I was I was dating this girl. We ain't dropping no name. No, it's okay. It's okay. No, I would, but no, this no, ain't no, my no. show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. No problem, back. I'm, I love you, man. Um, but they put us in this magazine as one of the hottest couple, you know, and that's how it people started recognizing me actually, and then right. things just snowballed. I'm like, yo, this kind of feels cool. But it, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a weird place because then it, it it becomes hard to okay I call Austin like a, a little high school it's like a big high school in the sense that you got the popular kids you got the not so popular kids you got the unknowns you got the weirdos you got all of that and it's um it's hard to connect with people sometimes when you're one, you're you're new in town and you're trying to get to that level. But with a personality like like yours, you want to get up there. Am I right? Uh, man, that's a good that's a really good question. Uh I, I actually Well it just happened that way. Yes. And it, it like I told you before in my previous statements, it like it just took me time to notice that I was made to do this. That you like I was made to be Someone who gives you an honest opinion. I was made to be for someone you to hate. Mm-hmm. I was possibly made for you if if you're doing drugs or like whatever to doing with me too. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> Stay in school. <laughs> no, I was just I was made for this kind of line of work. And then I noticed it when I was in New York. Like, yo, this is insane. It's insane. But I agree with you. It, it's very hard. Like, it's a it's a whole it's levels here that you really gotta respect and you really kind of gotta go by, which I didn't do. It's 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 weird. Truth facts. It is it is weird. I mean, if if um. So what what's it like in New York? Is it the same kind of dynamics? Man, I'm gonna tell you, boy. Yo, I be seeing people who like like I've been noticing stuff like here. Like last night, I went out to a certain place, and people I said hi to. I knew I said hi to people who I knew hated me, made up rumors, and it's like if you live in Austin and you get mad about someone who makes a rumor about you or like whatever, and you actually care about that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're losing yourself. And so in New York, it's a way where it's like, if you're a person where not everybody knows your name, not everybody pats you on the back, pats you on the ass, 
or when you go out, you know every bartender. Mm-hmm. You may not know. You're not gonna know any of that when you first go to New York. Or you've lived there for your first two, three years. You're not gonna do any of that. Mm-hmm. So all that you got to put in your mind, like, yo, this is real. Like this is real life. Not to mention just like on top of not even mentioning crime is crazy, but mm-hmm. on a social level, it's it's a lot tougher. You gotta be a lot more particular and a lot. And it's a, it's a different attitude you have to have. I'm telling you, I had to learn it too. So. What's uh? I, n- I never been out in New York, so let's just sw- switch to that. Um, what's what's the big what's what's the biggest what's the thing that really shocked you when you got there? Fashion. Now let's get to the fashion <laughs> part, people. You know, I already I've been rehearsing this answer for years, so let's go. Oh, oh, here we go. But Austin, Texas, was rated number eight. I don't know how many years ago. I, don't, I think you read an article by GQ magazine as the um, eighth worth dress city in the country. And you, you guys fooled me, too. Like I was led to believe that I could wear flip-flops and sandals, show my bunions. Because I'm not going to lie to you, my feet look rough. <laughs> I was just, yo, I was just like, I, I know Mara Smart didn't want us to mention this, but I saw the Solange kick that she gave Jay-Z, okay? Now, if my feet touch Jay-Z's knuckles, it's, his hand going to fall off. I got shredder feet. <laughs> I got shredder feet. I don't care what Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie you've seen, part one, part two, part three, part four, my feet have always looked like Splinter through all those movies. They never been good. So anyway, basically what I'm trying to tell you is that my feet look rough. And so over there, what it I'm kidding, Joe. I was waiting how you going to <laughs> No, I mean <laughs> good for you, bad for you. I don't care about your feet. I don't want, I don't have anything uh 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 anything about feet. But anyway, so the fashion thing, when you go out in New York, like any big city, I know Paris the same way, like you gotta look No, the sandals, I mean, like I said, you, I just thought you could wear something that was anything casual? Did you try it and you got and you got rejected? I, I complained a lot. Like I, I, I met this girl there, and um, her name was Alex. I don't know if she overheard this, but her name was Alex. She's she's cool, but she told me I need to come out to a birthday party, and but I need to dress up. And I gave her shit. Like, nah, I don't want to dress up. Day or night? It was it was uh, both, bro. It was during the day and night. Well, New York has this thing called Fashion Night Out, and um, basically, what Fashion Night Out was like this um, preemptive thing leading up to Fashion Week. It's a very fashion-driven city. Yeah, yeah. I so everybody goes out. You go to these stores and you have a good time, party, whatever. I show up in like sandals, flip-flops. This may be like six in the evening. Everybody else is dressed up, couture, da da da. I'm I'm rough. So she gets. She says, "Well, meet me here." And I came looking rough. That was like six p.m. She had a show at nine. She said, "Okay, well, come to my show too." Now that's when people. This is when people really start dressing up. Like you know, people pull up in a Dodge, whatever they're driving mm-hmm. at the. Best place here, I guess, is Rio now. Yeah. And um, but people there, they pull up in a Porsche quick on you, and you like if you got on sandals and shorts, you're not even getting in. So the biggest thing I first noticed was uh, was fashion, and it took me a while to kind of learn how to be like, you know what? I don't care what Randy says, I'm gonna wear a pink shirt every day. <laughs> and I'm talking about the GM at Dirty, Dirty Bills, Bills, Randy, Randy, QD. we got beef. <laughs> no, Light I mean, beef. and it's it's true. We we have it pretty well here that you know because. The, the the thing behind it is that if you start refusing service to people who don't like if you don't if you don't if you dress too nice or uh no hold on let me let me back up back up okay oh you're wearing sandals so give a shit you're in to buy some drinks we close at two o'clock so come on in I think that's bottom line that's what it's about I think people should just care who you let in your establishment. Like, I was out at Dirty Bills. I think so, too. I was at, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm beat. And I and no, I don't feel no type of way about Dirty Bills. I feel like Dirty Bills is the jam. And we was going there before 
like it was even really good for Sunday Fun Day. Mm-hmm. But like I was I was uh, I was with my homegirl Denisha. She's like, "Yo, can you get me some napkins?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, I got you." I run to the bar to get some napkins. There's no napkins in the in the thing. And I'm thinking, "Yo, how do, I've never been to a bar that has no napkins." Yo, so I went to Randy. Randy's like, "Yo, um, yeah, dude, sorry to have no napkins." He's the only one there, so he didn't have time to explain to me mm-hmm. why there were no napkins. So I had to go across the street to like Kung Fu to grab some of their napkins and to find out they didn't have anything either. I'm like, okay, this is a napkin shortage going on in Austin. I thought it was like a (laughs) napkin shortage thing. I'm like, this is getting very extremely weird. I mean, it's keep Austin weird, but then it's like, where's the keep the goddamn common sense? Come on, people. Napkins, we need them. I had to go all the way to Jay Black's to pick up napkins. (laughs) Don't even ask me why I passed the ranch. (laughs) I just saw it as like an easier entrance to get into Jay Black's. Turns out, yo, my homegirl Denisha was like, man, you know, they, they, they just threw the napkins in the air. So I think it's a thing now where they just throw napkins in the air. I've seen that. I've seen that. Like actually. make it rain, but you're doing it with napkins. If that's not the most foolery, if you don't feel like a Mitch <laughs> making it rain with napkins, your life is going nowhere and kill yourself. Look, I, look, come on. It's Austin. But what I'm saying is if you let people in that look a certain way, you have to know that's going to happen. So I feel like people should take more pride in who they let in. Well, one, it's Sunday, so you can't really fault them for that. They're supposed to be laid back and everything. You I used to fault have, everybody for not having no napkins, though. Well, okay. I do like napkins when I grab my, my, my glass because otherwise it, it's, I mean, it gets slippery. Back, if you love toilet paper when you wipe your ass, you love napkins. No, don't get me wrong. I, I always, every time I get a drink, I get napkins Thank with you. it. I always do. I always do. No, nah, but to go back to the, to the get back on the fashion tip, um, I think it's because, again, it, it, it drives sales, the number of people you have in. So uh-huh. you're not going to say, oh, sorry, you're wearing flip-flops and shorts. You're not going to get in. I but get in the, it. But I it, get it. I, I told that story many times. In Paris... You can look your best, and they look at you, and they say, it's not like your shoes are not fashionable. It's, I don't like your shoes. Well, let me ask you this. Now, well, you, you bring up a really good point, but what if you let someone in with flip-flops saying to maybe an 8 o'clock p.m. Yeah, but time? that person might be, might be dropping $200 that day. I'm telling you, look, the way you look, it means everything. I, look, I'm, I'm from that school. Don't get me wrong. I am from that school. For the longest time, I, did, I, I wore a collar when I was out. Oh really? The whole graphic T-shirt thing. I was late to to do that shit because I, you know what, I I'm going out. This is to me, it's an event, so I'm just a part. And I don't want to get it confused because the guys who wear graphic tees are in a whole set of douchebaggery. The people who are making it rain with napkins are like really on the top list of (laughs) douchebags. You don't make it rain with napkins, man. You can't even make it rain with change a dollar bill. Make it hell with it. Got to be at least a hundred. Yeah. So I just want to make that clear. You two, you two guys are in whole different, and even girls, douche baguettes, whole different categories, guys. Stop making it rain with napkins. So what else? What else did you did you see uh, up in New York that really that struck Ho- you? Hospitality, hospitality. Um, you mean you have it better here than there? To be honest with you, the hospitality in New York is way better than Austin. Really? Right, how, is, whoa, whoa, hold on. Yeah, how so? I got you. Got to explain that because, right. and I don't want to confuse this because um, I'm I'm not even you know I don't live here anymore. But I have a friend. I have friends here who've like been like incredible. You know, including now my homegirl Denisha. Mm-hmm. But there's a thing here where you have to be like really particular. Like, um, you know, like people love to party with you, da, 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 but they're like, okay, well, are they really my friend? I don't really trust them outside of anything out downtown. Like the downtown scene here really overshadows the person you are outside of downtown, which is an interesting concept. Which is true, but you would think that New York would be worse. No. 
No, it's it's not. Why? It's not because New York doesn't have that much time to wait to really reveal yourself. So it's more like a first impression is everything. So you really have to capitalize on that first impression. And then after that first impression, build from there. You need a story. Oh, okay. I see. Do you need one? Yeah. Okay. I go out to a bar called Patron Mexican Grill, which is my favorite bar. Because the drinks are $5. Dude. Well, the um, Marguerite's are five dollars, and I love the owner there. Like we've become good friends. Uh-huh. But when I first met him, his name is Louis. He was like, I told him this story too. So he was like, yo, kind of off put, da da da. Boom, we met, realized we were cool. Next thing you know, our relationship developed. You know, I even met like a random guy in the bar one night. You know, I know this sounds like a party at rain, but it's not like that. All right, because I got one gun on the waist like Kevin Hart too. Don't try that. No, but I'm with the rainbow. I shouldn't have said that. Let me continue the story. <laughs> anyway, okay, go ahead, go ahead. I meet him the first time, and, and we're cool. And I think it comes with age, too. When you get older, you just tend to, like, don't have time for the bullshit. So you meet someone That's the true. first time. That is true. And you keep it moving, and you, you give a person a couple weeks. Next thing you know, he's inviting me to cocktail parties. He's inviting me to, like, you know, cocktail party um, at Thanksgiving. I'm meeting his girlfriend and his girlfriend's daughter. Here, it's not like that. It's, it's, it's so you got to take – it takes so much longer to meet someone – and like have them trust you and be like, you know what? I'm really a cool person and I, I would love to help you out if you just help me out. Mm-hmm. And you would think it's not like that in Austin, but it, it you know, that was my personal opinion. And I don't get a lot of feedback for that, but it's it's just my personal Well, not now that you um mention it, I mean, most of the people that I've met in Austin, I've met downtown. Now, some are have become really close friends, some best friends, and others are just people that I know around the way. I mean, I wouldn't even tell you what their last name was. But see, you wouldn't make it in New York because you're very particular, but you're not so particular to the point. You yeah, I mean, you gotta be, you got to be able to make the difference between the people you meet, you know, and the people that, the people you meet, like your acquaintances, people you just see out, and that's that's all you know about them. I feel Like, they haven't graduated to, okay, now you're my boy, I can call you on a Saturday afternoon and I go feel have lunch. Yeah, I feel You know, or if I need a ride somewhere, I can give you a call. I feel And that took me a while to learn. Believe it or not, because... But you still hate getting people rides, though. Huh? You still hate getting people rides. Yeah, that's because I love to drive. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Gas and, tank on, eat but all drinks on yeah. me. Wipe me down. <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay, sorry. No, nah, but um, what really... It, it really hit me, um, like, within the first two or three years I started going out, was that, yeah, you know all these people, but you actually know all these people. Other right. people that... Cause, any day that you run into someone, they could be like, oh, my boy this, you're my boy, you're my this, you're my fam. And I'm like, I don't even know your last name, man. I don't even know you, bro. Yeah, so it, it, it might look like, um, but overall, I mean, people will say, you know, people in the South are hospitable and all that stuff. But I think what maybe what you're trying to get at, and to correct me if I'm wrong, is that there is this illusion that, yeah, you meet all these people who are so great and who are so nice and everything, but th- there's no weight to it. There's no... Because you meet them downtown, you meet them at the bar, you're drunk, it's for Saturday night, you're not really... See, how you act in a club is how niggas in New York act in a club. And it, Which what is I, what? You, you stay, play your part. Mm-hmm. Don't be lifting me up, bench pressing me and squatting me like crazy Cody. Cody, I, I'm calling you, bro. And don't, you can't find me because I'm flying out to New York tomorrow. So I didn't try to, <laughs> you try to blast me for this, but he looked like R. Kelly, though. So you don't know what's about. <laughs> this dude picked me up and just started squatting me in the club. And like, it don't happen. But it is dirty bills and it's a little more eccentric. But you, you're supposed to capitalize, use your nightlife to capitalize on your relationship. 
Because that's when people are looking at you now like, okay, well, they didn't have like 10 shots. How are they going to act when it really sets in their system? What are they really going to say? Mm-hmm. Your nightlife is supposed to propel your actual daytime living. You see what I'm saying? So, for instance, I went to a radio, I went to a radio station party the other day. Um, you know, for this, you know, like, you know, I was on this uh, radio show that we, yeah, yeah. we hosted on GIDradio.com. Like that plug, I did that. That's fine. But, you know, we're out and I'm talking to the program director. He's telling me things that he wouldn't tell me while I'm hosting, you know. Mm-hmm. But the nightlife is supposed to, like, you know, when we go back to the radio station the next day, it solidifies and it, it strengthens our relationship so he knows. You know what? Craig drank, like, three Long Islands called a butt naked. And I, honestly, I'm be honest with you. I mean, honestly, your butt naked is really strong. So basically, it's all alcohol without the soda. But after you drink three of those, you start looking at people like, man... I'm really wasted right now, but I have to maintain that relationship. I can't be on the floor grabbing girls' asses. I can't be lifting niggas in the ass, doing squats. I really got to maintain. So it's it's a difference difference here. I don't think people understand what it takes to really capitalize on their greatness, you know. And and, and it really should be the nighttime you're capitalizing a little bit on your greatness. Mm-hmm. And that's how I see it now, a little bit. So that's what you mean by New York is more hospitable because you can actually – when you meet someone, it's more like, hey, maybe I, I can help you and we can help each other kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, if you're a person. You, it's more right. of a networking thing yes. than just, hey, we're going to party that loose Exactly. Crazy. We're not just going to Moose Knuckle and being like, yo, let's find some chicks. No, we're like, yo, let's go to this one spot, maybe have a drink, talk. Because there the drinks are so expensive a lot of the times where people aren't here like buying 80 mason jars. So you're only going to have, like, one drink. So the conversation is, like, everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, which my tolerance sucks now, too. So I don't want 80 mason jars. But you know me back in the day. Yeah. Ooh, boy. <laughs> I wouldn't even have made it today. That's how irresponsible I was, so, you know. But, but. Um, so what about uh, people's attitudes, like girls and guys yeah. here compared to there? In terms of guys compared to here, it's obviously more real in New York. You know, I love Austin, man, but people just need to be more honest, like, just thinking, like, if you don't like somebody, I'm more, look, I, if, you don't, if you don't fuck with me, like, I really don't give a fuck, because I know what it is to be not liked, and I don't I don't need you smiling in my face, shaking my hand, wasting my time, when you see me in front of Sweet 101, it's like, yo, like, you ain't seen me in years, mm-hmm. like, last, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna name his name, and then, um, but I had a real conversation with somebody in Dirty Bills last night that I know I did wrong. Like, I did my personal, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I told him, like, look, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is how I'm doing. This is how I'm feeling. Like, I, and I'm sorry, da-da-da. Guys don't do that in Austin. Like, yeah, real talk, niggas don't do that. Like, well, not, I, at, not, at, not, at the, not at the club. Well, it man. wasn't like, it, you know, it, I hadn't seen him in a minute. So I had to pull him to the side and be like, yo. Okay. And everything was good. It wasn't like any kind of, like, you know, animosity. And he explained to me how he felt. And we deaded it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? How mad it. But in New York, it's more like that. Here, guy-wise. In my personal opinion, it's not. You know everybody back, so I'm telling you, it's going to be some hate and people like, we've had conversations where I know people have been like, yo, what about feedback? And I told you. And it's from the same cast who would have looked at you like, oh, let me get into the party. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's that's that, nigga, that's that nerve. That's what Lil Wayne say. That's that nerve. So anyway, let's move to the women. The women um, in New York are very sexy. They're very driven, but man, they are money driven. They're money driven, and are they like it's it's, a, it's about who you know, what you have, kind of thing. There's a, there's a whole concept now going on. I mean, it's not anything new, um, but it's it's this whole idea of a sugar baby. If you guys never heard that term, so a sugar baby is 
a woman of any age, I mean, you would hope not 12 and 15, but in this day and age, you never know. The concept is where the woman uses a man, whether he be 89 years old, and be saying, like, look, you have a lot of money. You're an investor, because that's what it's about. If a guy's an investor, mm-hmm. he's corporate. Oh, we love him. So paying her bills, paying all that, all these things women love for a man to do, which is nothing wrong with that. But when you're using it in a way where it's just, you know. So a, a lot of women like that, but there's some really dope women in New York, too. So it gives you a variety. Do, of you, just like, do, you, do you find um, parts of Austin up there? That you see stuff and okay, that reminds me of Austin right here. Like if I if I hit this spot, people are laid back. Maybe maybe the drinks are not as expensive. People are just chilling. I, I don't know. Like anything up there that reminds you of Austin. I'm gonna tell you what reminds me of Austin. And it's on a level where Austin is not at. It's called Lower East Side Manhattan. It's called LES, and it is one of the most dopest places on earth. I honestly, how so? Well, one here in Austin. Let's just go all the way there. Here in Austin, there's a weird dynamic where race is, like, ultimately on the forefront. So if you're black and you play UT football, which is 2014, ladies in Austin, y'all need to really stop giving up the coochie to UT anything. It's over, <laughs> all right? Nobody's popping no more. And, in fact, Michael, what is it? Um, uh, Vince Young, he lost his restaurant. He just got cut from the Cleveland Browns because my boy Johnny Football. By the way, y'all need to give him some pussy because he's popping right now. Shout out to Texas A&M. That, he's popping. That Benzel, dude? He's the only dude y'all should be getting pussy to. But stop doing these UT players now. I'm just saying. You know, I had to make that point. But overall... Um, LES, man, it's 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 on a whole new level. So it's made up of a bunch of cultures, from white to Asian to black. Uh, like for instance, a girl approached me out one night. I was in LA, Lower East Side, Manhattan, Asian, didn't know a lick of English. English. She walked up to me and just started making sure that she knew what I was talking about because she was interested in your kid. She was interested. Do you think? Do you think that doesn't well, happen in Austin? Well, New York, New York is more diverse than Austin, hands down. But you would think. Yeah, I know. I know you would. But the thing, the thing about Austin, and that goes back to that circle. That circle is diverse. There's people from all over the place Extremely who are yeah. part of that. That I don't want to call it socialite or whatever. You know what I'm talking about. I hope you guys know what, what I'm talking about. But anyway, no pun intended on that though. It's all right. And uh, and then, but it's very. For the most part, you have the places where you'll find black folks, the places where you'll find all white folks, the place where you'll find Asian folks, um, Hispanics, and it's not even that you don't see that mix no more. And it's not, sad. is it, it not it, sad? It, no, I mean what, the, the only place sad? the only place where you might find that mix is if you hit the east side. You'll see people from all Yeah, but you know historically that blacks were that was the only place they could live in on in Austin was the east side. For them to live a normal life, whites didn't want blacks living anywhere else throughout Austin because they felt intimidated and obviously property value and all those things. But you look it up. I'm not making this up. I read this. Eastside was the only place for blacks to originally live. And you look at it right now, what has changed? Nothing has changed from the plantation that they had Austin back in the 1600s as it is to now. It's still hella segregated. I think so. I mean, so, that, that's a, another story. Well, yeah, we, we that's get, another story. We'll get into all that. I mean, that's to, for CNN. Yeah, well, this is the what, feedback. What, what, I'm, what I'm talking about when I'm talking about diversity is that um, the fact that you can say, okay, if I if I walk into this club, it's mostly this type of this this type of this race or this ethnicity. If I walk into this place, is that how is it in how is it in New York? Is it 
kind of the same kind of setup, nah. or is it more like people mix up and shit? Okay, so West Sixth Street um, is the fanship place here. Yeah, people generally dress nice. I mean, I mean it's fancy. Everything's relative. Relative. <laughs> it's it's like the Madison, um, which Madison in New York is like real fancy. But you're right. You walk to West Sixth Street. I can see how someone who wasn't white would feel very uncomfortable going out mm-hmm. because it's a very good old boy string around the glasses, which I still don't get. That's the weakest thing ever. But um, And you guys are the ones probably making it rain with the napkins. I just thought about that, actually. But, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, you go into a New York place nice. It is more direct. So it makes you feel like, okay, I'm giving a, a square chance to meeting someone who's nice, meeting someone who's who's looking good, catching my eye, and mm-hmm. they'll give me the same respect back mm-hmm. to see if I can have sex with them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, if you guys I had to turn the corner. I had to turn yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, but I, I I see how um, you know you it, it's it's mostly the same uh, people, same type of people, and it doesn't mix that much. There's only a few places where that mix. You go, and I've been plucking these guys all the time. If you go to a Peligrosa show, you go anywhere on East Side, uh, you go to uh, East New Side Jack is what Swing. I'm saying. Yeah, East yeah. Side is what you know. Shout out to East Side, and shout out to my boy Bert too. Yo, East Side is like. Um, more familiar. I think that's the closest thing to Lower East Side Manhattan. And, and yeah, the guy I just mentioned, he knows that because he's actually from. He has oh, people there, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Have you ever run into any uh, celebrities up there just randomly? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like the way you asked that. Like, you didn't know that. But yeah. I did, but. I don't really try to. I don't really try to um, post that because it's not. It's different. Like, I, I mean, I'm, really it, happy, I'm happy for Austin because a lot of celebrities come here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, they treat it differently than we do. But I, I ran into some, yeah. How did you treat it differently? Well, one, you know, I've always called Austin, Texas, Facebook, Texas. Okay, Dave Chappelle was in town. Okay, yeah, my homegirl just posted that. Why do you feel the need? And you know we have that mutual, because our mutual friends is like 251 on Facebook. You know you're going to see that. So why did you feel the need to post Dave Chappelle was in town again? And then the whole, next thing you know, like when Chris Brown was in town at the Phoenix, when it was the Phoenix, everybody's like, bitch, you already knew I knew that. Get your mind right. Stop being a No, but I mean, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking you about... You treat it differently here. No, I'm, ta- I'm talking about the approach because, yeah, we have celebrities that come to town all, all the time. Maybe not as much as in New York, maybe. You, like, you, you can run into someone on, on the streets of New York, and he can run someone someone here downtown because that's probably the only place where you run into a celebrity here that I know. But is it like, you know, are people starstruck? Like, oh, my God, he's just here or... Definitely. I mean, people are so starstruck here... They'll take an old Polaroid camera where the photo used to come out, sign it, put their phone number on it, and hand that photo <laughs> over to the celebrity. Like, yo, make sure my album coming out, though. I put that, you know, with this photo. In New York, man, we don't we do not do that. Like, I saw Ryan Seacrest the other day. Just walked right by him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nobody uh, cared? Nobody said? A lot of people like, don't. I mean, in the area he was in, it was, like, real touristy. So, like, it was very much like, you know. So, I, you know, I, I yelled Seacrest out, and then the cameraman started laughing. I don't know if he was offended, but I just kept walking because I, whatever. But, I, you know, Charlie Rose from the famous PBS show. Yeah. Um, I've seen, um, I just I just interviewed Sway for um, MTV2 thing. He's real cool. Um, Fat Joe was hella cool. Terror Squad, all that. Yeah. Melanie Inglacius. I don't know what that is. Off Girl Code. I don't know MTV2. Who watches MTV? <laughs> Y'all better. I'm saying, though. Yeah, yeah. But, no, a lot of celebrities, man. Um, and, you know, it's it's been good. But it's cool. So, I made friends with some, so it's cool. So now 
you're uh came back to Austin to visit. Yeah. So what did you what did you miss the most? Oh, I gotta think about that. Cause a lot of people come here, move out, come back and stay. A lot of mm. people have done that. Yo, real talk, Randy. I told Randy this last night. Randy was like, uh, yo, man. I was like, I know I was telling him, I was like, remember you told me I was gonna be this da 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 of Austin? It was this person who moved from Austin mm-hmm. and they moved from like two months ago and came back and just like or they moved for two months and just came back and like lived here. I never did that. But uh the the biggest thing I miss. I guess the stress of not knowing and the stress of not dying is a real is a real thing in life, people. To live, what? yo. I was on the train the other day in New York, and people jump in front of the subway all the time. Like, <laughs> I, yo, the most craziest stuff happens. You'll be like, yo, how did that happen? Like, in a place that I frequently walk through every day in New York. In broad daylight, this guy just ran up to this guy, shot him in the back of the head, and it was nothing. Like, and they didn't even catch this guy. This guy's still roaming around the streets. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Mick Jagger's girlfriend just killed herself off a doorknob with a, you know, string around her rope. I mean, a rope around her neck. A nanny killed two kids that she was watching for her parents. You, you walk around every day and you're thinking to yourself, yo, man, I don't really want to, you know, walk around this corner and then I'm next. You got to look over your shoulder all the time. I love that you don't have to do that here in Austin. Not as much. I mean, I heard about that South by Southwest story, yeah, yeah, which yeah. was insane. And now, and, and the guy got his just his just due. But you know, other than that, it's not. You know, you, you guys don't have to wake up every day and be like, "Yo, you never know when you walk out your door." You know, even with Hurricane Sandy, that was insane. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just a lot of different things that I appreciate about it was you know on that level. What about uh, well, one the price of drinks. I'm sure. Oh yeah, my bad. I got real like in my in my emotions. I'm a Mitch these days, man. I'm sorry. So yeah, the price of drinks are a little insane. Wait, do they do Sunday Fun Day in New York? No. Really? And I say I'm surprised. that on house voice. No, they don't. They don't. What they do? Well, one, they look at you weird if you pick up a drink on a Sunday. They definitely do. They definitely. <laughs> They definitely look at you like our mayor. Our mayor is white, and he's dating a black girl, and he has yeah, crazy looking kids with the afro. With afro, big ass afro, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they look at you weird, like Mayor De Blasio. I swear to God. Like, but I mean, they don't do Sunday Fun Day. What they'll do is they go to like a brunch, and um, they'll hang out with friends, and then that's it. It's not like keep raging. It's not like any of that. And in might, New York's defense, I mean, they have some good, pretty good package deals for brunch. Yeah. I mean, price wise, if you want to know that, I don't know if you want to know that. No, it's, it's cool. Yeah, trust me, it's not worth it. <laughs> So is it? Um, but they do have this good mimosa that I want to tell you about. It's pretty. It's, I've never seen it here in Austin. Okay, it's, go ahead. It's two part liqueur, and it's just it's one raspberry liqueur, and then they finish it off with champagne. That's insane. What's the name of it? I don't. They don't have a name for it, but it's only two hours. You can only drink it for two hours. It's not like unlimited because it's so crazy. Oh. Um. So when you coming back here? What What have you seen a big change? I mean. You probably see all the cranes all over town. Yeah, and actually my a friend... A lot of construction. My friend that I came to the radio station with, uh, her name is Denisha Ford, and she is an awesome hairstylist. <laughs> she does my hair. Don't you look at my hairline. Don't you even... I don't have a hairline. I am. So you can't see it, and neither what can line? the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I like see that. the dots, Whatever. what it used to be. <laughs> but I met her cousin yesterday, and uh, pretty much... Um, you know, he, he's into like real estate and does some, he got, you know, nice place or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me about some stuff about uh, like the buildings and like the Austonian. He sent me, um, he sent uh, me and her today uh, this thing about Austonian had a room for like 30,000 like a month, but then they reduced it to 22,000 a month. 
It's it's like downtown Austin is in it's insane. Hundred, huh? Twenty two thousand. Twenty two thousand. Twenty two hundred. I, I mean, I, I per, like to buy. New no, dude, a month, bro. Oh shit. Okay. Twenty two hundred. I just don't think the Austonian is that nice. I don't. But I mean, I get it. No, but I mean, has it besides all the construction and stuff? Do but they're doing that, it. That's what the cranes here. Huh? I mean, you guys are building up. That's why you have the cranes here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, what what was your uh, first impression coming back? Like, like okay, now I can go back to. You know, you expect to see the stuff that uh, you saw before you left. I didn't. I knew it was going to be this way. I knew, like, they were going to... I didn't. You knew that. Yeah. So, I mean, people were complaining about it when, you know... People complain about South by Southwest now. Like, it's not the same. I knew, like, ever since that W and that Red Bull F1 party at the uh, at the W, uh-huh. oh, I knew it was going to just go corporate. I, I didn't think anything would be the same. How, how, you think the sort of overall vibe has changed? Yeah, Rio. I mean, look, they got Rio. You know what I mean? It's getting fancier. It's getting. Fa- I mean, look where Castelli was. Now it's like a fancier spot of Mexican food. That door is like. You ever watch that movie Thor, and the part where the um, Idris Elba played the timekeeper, and only Idris Elba or Thor could open that door because of their strength was just so universally out of this world that the human man can open it. That is the the size and, and length and strength of that door of that new place on the corner on West Sixth Street. That door is Thor made. <laughs> and only Thor can open that door. But it got fancier when they used to be Cat's Deli. It wasn't that way. That is true. You so can walk what, in what? there and your side chicks open the door for you. <laughs> but what is... Um, uh, so, if you could do it all over again, as far as coming to Austin, you know, meeting people, moving out, like, what would you change? Would you do anything different? I can't say I would do it at all. I I would just I would I would have I would have moved out a long time ago. I wouldn't have waited as long as I did. I moved I moved out December 24th, 2011. Mm-hmm. Only thing I I would I would like to say that I wish I could have changed is that I wish I protected my relationships more with people, my friendships, and I wish people knew like how much I really do appreciate everybody here now. And I I, I took a lot of that for granted, which a lot, you know you can look at Craig Allen and be like, you know, that's messed up. He said, but a lot of people here don't appreciate their friendships. But I'm telling you, I didn't do it the right way when I was here. And I should have been more of a friend and less of a fucking dickhead. Because I'm just naturally a dickhead. So I didn't need to like go above and beyond and, and ruin my friendships, you know. And mm-hmm. I did a lot of things just being stupid, getting caught up in the scene, drugs, all that. Just shit, just mindless shit I, I wasn't supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I wish I could have changed, if that's the only thing. So... Um Damn, I'm jumping all over the place. I, I hate doing that. But well, I, I take I take it there too. So no, that's fine. Yeah, uh, I want to go back to to New York. Music wise, is it at what what are they playing? You know, Tyler Quali still spin. He DJs. He DJs at this one little. He, spot. He's come here, but he can't DJ. He can't mix for shit. Yeah, Selection I don't think he's a good DJ. Selection is dope, but he can't mix for shit. Yeah, Tyler Quali sucks at DJing. Yeah, yeah, just trying. But I mean, in terms of music, like, do do you see? You know, this is supposed to be the live capital music of the world. We're hold on. I think that we're blessed with a lot of good DJs here. A lot of good local artists too. I so, like how you setting this up to make me say something nice. You don't have to. I'm not. I think Okay, I, have, have have you heard okay, have you have you been to a party where the music just blew your mind? You're like, holy shit. Yes. So and it's okay, but fair. tell me that. Tell me that. I think the DJs in Austin, Texas are by far really grinding and like really about their grind i think they're really i always thought they were really talented like like sid corrupt to me 
Uh-huh. Like, what was the name of that place it was at? Red, uh, Red Fez. Yo, I'm telling you, if you was in Austin, like, when Red Fez, like, even Yella tell you, like, when you was in Austin, Red Fez was there. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's why I first met DJ Yella. Red Fez was the definition of a real good time. And Sid was killing it. And I, I, I missed that. That's the, like, I really missed that. I miss Red Fest, too. Trust Shout me. out to Sid. Every, really day, every day of the week, there was something. That's how it really gets to New York. So it's like that kind of vibe, that music. But then you got to think, too. We have Biggie. We have the Biggie um, Death Day. And so, I mean, I live in Brooklyn now. Mm-hmm. But um, when Biggie, you know, that Biggie Death Day comes, New York is crazy. Hot 97 is like spinning Biggie all day. Mm-hmm. It's like a Biggie app. It's like everything Biggie, so it's like hard to kind of compare it to New York. But I think the music in New York is greater than Austin. I'm you over the so? house. I'm over the EDM. I'm over house, and I think it's uh, isn't that what's hot right now over there? Um, not really. No, not not as big as it is in um, Austin. I thought I thought it would be more like EDM top forty. Cause top forty is always there. big. Yeah, I know, but I mean, uh, you know, one, one thing I would say on the show is that. One thing I appreciate about Austin is that, yeah, most places stick to the EDM. I mean, the the top 40 stuff. But there's a lot of other things going on that will be totally different. Oh, we're right. doing Motown tonight. Oh, we're doing 80s tonight. Oh, we're doing, uh, we put some Latin stuff on top of every kind of music tonight. So what I'm asking is, is it the same kind of um, setup in New York? Or is it like, okay, most places do the same thing? Nah, it's, 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 yo, I'm telling you, like, you know how Dirty Bills is? It's it's literally like, you can walk to a whole new raw spot and and hip-hop is still the main thing. Like, hip-hop, good to know. hip-hop is not dead. And I think we all know that, but, you know, controversy, controversy fuels everything. Hip-hop mm-hmm. is full of it right now. Full of it right now. So, I mean, you term, in terms of, like, EDM, it's like, those guys are doing good things. I mean, they're doing mashups with certain people. And shout out to Cameron. Cameron actually has a, a a new album coming out too with mm-hmm. an EDM mashup uh, DJ, a producer. But I mean, if it's not a mashup on that level, like Steve Aiko, you know what I mean? He just Aiko. did a Aiko Aiko, whatever, right? Aoki. Aoki. Yeah. And I say, I think he's a dope dude. He gets hated on a lot because they think he's overrated. But I think he's a dope dude. But he has a new mashup album coming out with Waka Flocka. Those are the things that I feel like will fuel the EDM scene. Uh-huh. But as of right now, especially in a city like New York, yeah. but as of right now, until Waka drops that song with Steve Aoki, uh-huh. it's not going to, you know, uh, you know. so it's mainly just still hip-hop in New York. Nothing's changed. Oh, okay. I thought it'd be, you know, a bigger city, nah. more fancier. It's fancier, I mean, it's so fancier. fancier, so it's EDM for some reason. I don't know why I equate the two. But nightlife in New York is overrated, if that's what you want to know. It's overrated. I hyped it up, but I'm. Uh, it's a weird dynamic. I gotta go. I'm gonna go. You gotta there be check, there to understand what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go there to check it out for myself because I'm very. I'm very. I've only been in New York a couple times, and I don't think I was of age, so that, that don't count. I went out maybe one time, but uh, I'm really curious to see what it's like. If it's the same kind of dynamic, if uh, yeah, it's bar to bar like here, like for miles. No, you have different pockets. You got different pockets. It's different pockets, you, and you gotta get, definitely gotta get on that subway to get to where you gotta go. For instance, like they ain't driving. That's people good. lazy. They don't want to even walk from Dirty Six to go to across the highway to go to the other east side. Like, oh, that's too far. Yeah, but that's literally accessible. In New York, it's not. Like you, yeah, have you have subway. Dead same, ass, same like thing, four same hours thing walking. In, yeah. Same thing in Paris. And we really need that. We really need some. They need kinda... to start that metro game up here, huh? Yeah, and then cab game too. And what's up with that cab game here now? Oh, there was a thing about 
how cabs were refusing service to people and there's a shortage of cabs now. What? Yeah, it's 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 bad. It's bad. So now that they, they actually, uh, this just came out. Uh, if you leave your car downtown overnight, and you you took a cab instead, or you took the bus, you can go to the DPS, sell your ticket, and then you don't get fined for leaving your park overnight. It's too crazy. It's well, too, I know. Okay. I mean, it's it's a step, you know, because. Reason why people don't people don't want to leave their car downtown, they'd rather drive drunk, which is stupid, than leave their car downtown and be fine for it. Remember that story, dude got pulled over for DUI riding a horse. What? You remember that? Oh. And they took the horse. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's, I, whatever, dude. I just I pay attention to weird shit. Like you get you get a ticket here for jaywalking. Really? Okay. No, I mean that's with all the shit that happened. Gotcha. I mean they got they're trying to accommodate for everything that's happening because they don't know they didn't expect the city to grow this fast. You know, and this much. When you have 150 people move to Austin every day, you know, you got to accommodate for all right, that. So right. now they're trying to catch up. It's, oh, we're going to build an express lane. Oh, we're going to have a bike share thing. Oh, and then we're going to have a rail. The, or the build train. lights under a bridge under 35. That yeah. makes no sense. You need a nightlight on a bridge. People are dying here all the time, just crashing with major lights everywhere. So you just like, the sun is out. What more light do you need to get more than that? People still dying in the cars. <laughs> so you're gonna build a light under the bridge and saying it's gonna make it's supposed to but it was a rape. Deter some oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, it was but it's not. It's supposed to be a deterrence. We're getting ran over by cars, whatever. Uh anyway, uh so what advice would you give to someone who's new to Austin with all these people moving here? Oh man. You really uh you know, Austin is a journey in terms of what you, I guess, where you um, you discover yourself, and uh, you definitely want to enjoy it. Like, I mean, it's just one of the most greatest places in the world to like say, "Yo, let's go to the Green Belt." And I miss I, those adventurous things, you know. Enjoy all those things, but in terms of just trying to be someone you're not, don't be that person because I've definitely got caught up in that, and I was definitely a Mitch for doing it. And don't do that. That's not good. That's going to push people more away. What I mean by this is if you see people out at the club with a couple um, bottles or whatever, hey, bro, you've had vodka before. And nine times out of ten, it's probably not Grey Goose, actually. It's just they, some shit they pulled in and that was not real Grey Goose. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do everything for a drink, man. Just do the least. And the person who does the least when you're out is always going to be the more successful or just in general. Just enjoy the life. You don't need 30 girls around you. Just because that girl has a mini skirt, you don't need to approach her. Just play it cool. But just find yourself for who you are here and definitely try to just enjoy yourself the most. And if you need to move out of Austin, which probably would be the hardest thing to do if you're not really from Texas at all, like, feel free to move out of Austin. Explore the things and see, you know, maybe it's probably better for you. Works better for you at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I love being in New York. I do for opportunity. But um, in terms of, like, being comfortable and feeling like, you know, People generally have my back here. I like it here more, you know, so you sometimes you got to sacrifice. I'm sacrificing. So if you know, anytime you need to sacrifice in Austin, feel free to sacrifice. It's all like, it comes down to a personal thing here living in Austin, I feel. It's, it's all about what just works for you, you know? Yeah, I mean, th- th- I think there's something for everybody. It's, all, it's yeah. just that a lot of people get uh, get caught up in the hype of it, especially with every, every, every week or two, there's an article come out and there's a top city to live in to be single in to for for jobs well, to be, and everything to be, let's be it on to be single and to have a lot of sex like for instance i went out last night definitely positively left with somebody i'm over it i'm 32 i don't want to be sleeping around with every fucking woman 
So to be single and want to have sex, this is the place to live because mm-hmm. everybody's trying to have sex. But in terms of having a, somebody finding someone like just that, that rides for you and all that, dude, that's hard to find in life. And I think that's what New York is telling me right now. I'm just trying to learn how to like get used to that dating scene again, which I'm failing completely right now, people. <laughs> but I don't think there is a place that says, you know, this is single. This is what I no, think I mean, every I'm city just, different. I'm, I'm just saying they're making they're and making those jobs. lists. Not even jobs. No, but they're making the they're making those lists and then people come here nah. and they're like, Oh, I'm gonna believe the hype. Because I mean it's based on statistics or some shit. It's gotta be. But isn't that just like how you look up Austin and they come like you get those links that say, Oh, the thirty two things to do in Austin before you die. Go to Franklin's Barbecue. Like, I just ate a barbecue sandwich that my homegirl made me last night at her house. It was way better than any barbecue sandwich I ever had in my life. <laughs> That's what people don't know. The one thing you need to do if you come to Austin, go eat at people's houses. It's amazing. <laughs> you don't need to go to a restaurant because a lot of t- Well, you said it's not hospitable. But you don't- like people lead a hype. They don't know what to do. Oh, okay. I'll give you that. It's a difference. That's, you know, it's, you know. I mean, it, it's uh, Austin has a lot to offer, definitely. Definitely. It, it, it's just that you don't need to be. You know, the nightlife is great. It's known for that now. I mean, shit, we all festival every weekend and six tree these this and if you uh, if your birthday you wanna have a birthday weekend and have a great time, don't wanna spend a lot of money, don't go to Vegas. Come to Austin. That's true. That is true, that's true. All right, we've been talking for fifty five minutes. We're gonna play a game now. Let's do it. I will generally say I like games, but you know these these are good. These okay, there's good games. All right. Uh the Dome of the Capitol, you know it's bigger than the one in D.C., right? I did not know that. It's bigger. By how much? Five inches, one foot, three feet, seven feet. Well, they didn't they replace it at some point? Mm-mm. No? I'm going to say three feet. Seven. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I have to look that up. Seven feet? Yeah. Texas. Well, and you know, I want to say this about the Capitol, too, is that they have a library Right next to it, like a so like a government. Yeah, not a lot of capitals have that. Look, it's, it's Texas. Could be its own country. They Dude. want it to be. Texas is awesome. <laughs> All right. All right. I failed that one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Next one. Uh, put these streets in order from oh, east to west. Jesus. I'm I'm gonna list them and you put them in order from east to west. Uh, San Antonio, Nueces, Rio Grande. If I'm saying it correctly, Lavaca, Guadalupe, and Colorado. So start from the one that's most to the east and go west. Okay, you say that one more time. Uh, Lavaca, Guadalupe, Nueces, Rio Grande, San Antonio, and Colorado. Just start from Congress. Start it's from Congress and go east. I mean, go west, sorry. West is more like West Okay. It's definitely um, Rio Grande. No, start from Grand east. Rio. Start from Congress. Start from Con- Congress. Okay. What's after Congress? After Congress is um, Lavaca. Nope. Oh no, we're going the other way. It's, it's Congress, and then it's. <laughs> you guys can play at home. Yeah, I don't even know. I thought it was Lavaca because you have Lavaca Street Bar and Grill right there. No, there's one more block before before uh, you hit Lavaca. From Congress. From Congress. Yeah. Is uh, Rio Grande? Dude, no. Man, I am totally. Okay, what's what, what's Kenichi on? That's the block I don't know. I never knew what block that was. That like I never knew that block actually. Sweet one hundred and one is between Congress. I know and what you're what. saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like uh, where Hudson is. 
No, no, Hudson no, no. Is the, vodka. Um, the one before Hudson. Yeah, I don't. I never knew what that one. Like where Phoenix used to be is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never knew that, but what, Colorado. Colorado. <laughs> oh, I got that right. Ding, 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 ding. All right, Co- Colorado. Oh, I got it. Colorado. Yeah, and that's only totally Colorado. After that, definitely Lavaca. After that, definitely Rio Grande. Nope. Oh, what? What? You serious? Yeah. I don't know. Guadalupe. Uh, Guadalupe. All right. After Guadalupe, Rio Grande. No. Maybe I just need to. You I look at a map is what it is. <laughs> I'm geographically challenged, okay? All right. You got you got Nueces, San Antonio, oh, and Rio Grande left. Oh, good one. You got me good. So which one? What's what's after Guadalupe? Nueces. No. Huh? What? It's uh San Antonio, Nueces. Oh, it's San Antonio. I, I, and that's the one where uh I guess that Best the Amley is, is, where I guess that cross. Yeah, it go. Yeah, yeah. That one. I, see, I, I never knew what that road was either. So <laughs> you gotta give me credit here, man. I've always been Jerry Garcia. Uh, you're from New York now. Yeah, yeah. You, forget, you forgot us, little people. people no, it's not that. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to learn the trains as being someone you know from Austin. It's hard to learn New York City trains. I believe you. So I'm still trying to learn that. So anyway, it's uh, uh, San Antonio, Nueces, then Rio Grande. I got it. All right. Next question. Name this bar. Uh. I'm just give you some clues and okay. you figure it out. It's one of the earliest bars on Dirty Sick coming from Congress. It's one of the first ones you run into. Uh, it was one of the first place, if not the first place in Austin to play dubstep. Wow. It's across from Friends. I don't even, can you give me another landmark? Uh, there's a convenience store next to it. It's on the corner, right? Nuh-uh. Oh, that place you go downstairs. What's it called? I don't know, but I know you go downstairs. Listen, it's even if it's after a city. But you know what? I win because even if you knew the name of that place and they didn't have any stairs to get down there, you wouldn't have been there either. So at least I knew the main ingredients of what it took to have fun. Okay, there. that's the only one the that you go downstairs. Because that's how you get in. Yeah. What was that place called? Barcelona. I, man, dude. <laughs> Hey, that place is jamming, though. And yeah, again, that's another place that can be in Lower East Side Manhattan. Yeah, shout out to uh, Eric Stahl over there and Ryan. Word up. It's real dope over there. Um, let's see. Pop Molly. Is I'm sweating. There, Woo! Is there, <laughs> is there um, well, I think you've already done that. The one bar you would really recommend to the audience? Toulouse! I thought you said Dirty Bills. I thought you would say Dirty Bills because you've been talking about Nah, man. <laughs> really? Go, Toulouse? Look, there are two places that I would only go to. And I'll be honest with you. like, Because 6th Street is not like it used to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shout out to, uh, you know what I mean, Yasmin word out there. Y'all fuck people over here in Austin with that drug game. but uh, Yasmin Brothers? Yeah. Um, but there's only two places on 6th Street. I, I, I mean, one, well, two I recommend. Uh, Moose Knuckle and, um, and Toulouse, hands down. Why is that? Because it's convenience. You go from a mason jar to a pitcher, and they're both five dollars. And it's just you, you, you find a lot. I like ratchet. I think Fridays were made for ratchetivity. You should just be the most ratchet person. If your person just doesn't like wearing condoms, you definitely go to Toulouse. Because <laughs> you can wake up in the morning and be like, oh, "Yo, this bitch gonna be mad when she find out what I gave her." But then, if you want to find something a little more classy, where she lets you wear a condom. But then you wake up in the morning. And I next knew this is gonna be a good question to ask. You wake up in the morning and then you realize this chick can't cook because she's making you a side chick sandwich with everything she has in her refrigerator and none of it makes sense. Waffle, donut, spinach leaves, Italian dressing. All right, you're all over the place. I no, 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 no. <laughs> I had the sandwich the other day back. Don't kill my vibe, and it sucked. And I said, this is a side chick sandwich. 
But I'm saying those are the two places <laughs> I want you to go if you want to find those kind of people. Now, you go to like um, if you're the kind of person that because Austin it gives you like okay, well, it's dirty, but then it's Wessex. So if you're the kind of person where you don't want to be too fancy, you don't want to be too ratchet, you definitely hit Dirty Bills because it's just a mix of just dope people, which I don't know why a lot of people from East Side don't go to Dirty Bills. It's the it's the I call it the plush of the West Side. Oh, you you mentioned plush. Wow. We know you're the Austin guy. <laughs> you mentioned plush. It's a dive bar. It's the only dive bar on that side of town. So I mean it's yeah. it's uh it's good. It's a neighborhood bar. I mean I had I had uh Randy on the show. I had uh Robert I on the show. I saw Robert. Too. Yeah, I just saw Robert yesterday. Yeah. It was good to see that dude. I had Robert on the show too. So yeah, uh, I saw it's that. Really, uh But they play the best music in Austin, I think. Best hip hop to me. I think so. I, I mean, I don't know anything else about Depend, it. Depends on the night. Depends on the night. But uh, definitely a dope place to check out. If you guys guys have, if you haven't checked out uh, You Dirty definitely Bills, go to Dirty Bills. And get out capacity quick because it's a real small, it's a dive yeah. bar. So get there early, stay there. The staff is really good. So go check that out. Shout out Dirty Bills. All right, one last question about uh, Sunday Funday, the show I did with Angela and Jay, my boy Jay. What is the Sunday Funday circuit according to Angela? All right, well, shout to Angela Rez. I mean, I just saw her last night, and I told her I thought she had a. I think she's made to be on television. The girl is an incredible interviewer. Like, incredible. look, she's been doing. She's incredible, and I told her you need so. to move and you get out. But shout to Angela. Yo, you know what? I'm be honest with you. I listened to that interview and um, on your podcast, feedback.com, thefeedback.com, and I was just coming from a standpoint where I'm like, I'm coming from New York to for my birthday. I don't know what to do. I was here when Union Park was here, people. So I, it's like it's not there anymore. It's 219 West. Uh-huh. So Angela was mentioning, or I don't know who was. I don't remember the order of it, but I didn't, Iron Cactus is now in the mix. That's a place that Iron. You have to go to Iron Cactus on a Sunday. I think she. I think she brought it up, but it's not part of the main thing that people. She almost. I mean, they believe. do brunch. They, they do brunch, of course. Is that what it is? Yeah, they do brunch. Everybody does brunch now. Everybody does brunch. But I'm saying like the 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 main circuit. The I main circuit starts. I, yeah, I, at 219 West. Not before that. The park. Yeah. Which then you come to 219 West. Right. And then I guess found out yesterday 219 West closes like around five-ish. Or not oh, closed, six. but that's when it Yeah, it's, it's, it's there till six. But then I feel like there's a weird thing, and I could be wrong here. I feel like you go to Kung Fu, but I feel like Dirty Bills is where you end. That's exactly it. But why, okay, why would you go to Dirty Bills if they have a capacity... And then you can't get in. Well, it's, that's the thing. That, that that's, that's what just she no said. common sense. Well, I would just go from two nineteen West straight to Dirty Bills, get a pop in. Yeah, but yeah, now with the capacity thing, that you know, you go to Brew Exchange. Brew Exchange is actually pretty good on some. And I'm beyond, cancel Iron Cactus out. <laughs> I think I think Angela maybe had a, had a hot date or something. Maybe Min was in town. Nah, or she went with Obi <laughs> or something, and then it was like, yo, let's just go get some Iron Cactus juices. I get it, Angela. Yeah, so the Sunday Funny Circuit, according to Angela Ray, is our correspondent for the feedback. Uh, the park at the domain, or the other one now, there's a one in South Lamar now. There's a park is on it South closer? Lamar. Oh, South Lamar is closer. But it's yeah. still too far, man. It's too far. Yeah, but it's south, so. Is the brunch that good at Union Park? Or what, the park? I mean, what's so special that you got to start there? There's a DJ playing, and there's. Is Mike, what's up with Mike? He don't even. Yeah, he's there. Oh, really? Swing's DJ still, Mike Swing? It's still up there, yeah. Oh, doing shoot. A show. Yeah, I mean the foot. The foot is good. There's music. Can I tell you all the mics you have DJs here are they have coolest names ever? Like DJ Mike Swing and then DJ Mighty Mouse Mike Mike Mighty Mighty Mike Mighty Mike. Yo, that's greatest name ever. (laughs) Yo, you have the greatest names ever for mics as DJs here. Swear (laughs) to God, or in the world possibly. All right, uh, I think that 
That's all I got. That's so, that. Time for plugs and shout outs. Go ahead, I'll tell you. Good. Um, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to my homegirl, Denisha Ford. Uh, she works at Milk and Honey, and she is a nail therapist, and she's a spy partisan. Meaning she's just multi, she's multi-talented. So if you need your hair done, you need your nails done, she's worked on celebrities, she's good. She's the sweetest girl you'll ever meet in your life. I love her. Um, I want to give a shout-out to Randy, man. That dude is my homie. He accepted me when I was wearing pink shirts. It's all been love with that. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to people I haven't seen. I mean, you know. How long are you in time? When- I leave tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. Um, and I, obviously, I want to give a shout to Mara Smart for actually taking me to the airport because, again, I'm a Mitch. And I can rely <laughs> on sweet women to take care of my Mitch ass. Shout out to Tamara. Like, shout out to sweet women. Shout out to Mara Smart. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Kelly because I saw you uh, You put a comment on a question. Um, what, re- what region, Kelly Morrison, what region had the best, th- the best women? And it's always going to be the South. It will never, it will never get better than Southern women. Southern women are the best women you'll ever. And I'm not just making this up. This is real live. Southern women are the best. So I want to give a shout out to you. Um, so again, thank you to everybody who did that. But last but not least, I want to give a shout out to you back because we've been down for a minute. And is this the part where I blush? I have to say, no, nah, man, we've been down for a minute. <laughs> and I just remember, like, uh, I used to be like, yo, thefeedback.com is dope. And I was terrible at, like, trying to, like, work with you guys because I was just terrible at it because, you know, I needed somewhere I was, like, talking because clearly I'm shy. But you always try clearly to think of you're a... Clearly shy. Yeah, I'm clearly shy. You always try to think of a way to enhance your show or enhance your movement. And even when people were biting off you, people were hating, you still, like, were able to think of it. This podcast, hands down, I don't care what celebrity you are in town, you got to come to the feedback.com podcast. So back, man, you've always been a like real cool dude to me. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for having me on your show. And I, at the end of the day, I love Austin, Texas. And it's, it's going to be the saddest thing to leave tomorrow. But, you know, nigga got to keep living their life, man. So thank you, Austin, Texas. And thank you to feedback.com. Uh, in the back, I love you. You know I love you, man. No, I appreciate it. Gotcha. So, man, that's it. Love you back. What about you? What you got going on? <laughs> yeah, man, um, I, got a, I got an interview with Sway, um, MTV2, June 1st. Um, I just did some stuff with Spike TV at Jay Black's um, where I got heavy camera time. Mm-hmm. It was just crazy because I ran into some of the producers just randomly in the streets. So y'all going to like that one, though. And remember when back was like that? Make, I'm telling you, it may seem like I'm going on random stories, but it's a method to my madness. Okay? <laughs> I just need to bring you back next time and when, we'll, we'll get to some When I was talking madness. about that Sachik sandwich, I'm telling you, you're going to see what I was talking about when you see this episode. That airs June 8th. So make sure you check out for that. I'm currently working on uh, my own radio show, which is going to come on GIDradio.com, which we um, we air out of Manhattan. And some other good things. You know, I'm now Willamina. I'm represented by Willamina Models um, Talent Agency. So I'm not a model, because I'm an actual talent. So um, I actually have um, some good stuff, commercials coming up with like Double Mitt and some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to drop June 1st as well. And if you haven't seen that little spar that I had with Charlemagne the God on the Bethany Frankel show, that got canceled. But Bethany's a real chick. Like, I, I love her. And um, honestly, she was real cool to me, and the producers were real cool. But go to my Facebook and, like, go to a look at that video. And last but not least, I really want to give a shout-out to the Bill Cunningham show um, out in New York. And, and they've showed me the best love. They always knew. Like, my boy Pavement Lee um, and my home, my, my girl... Um, my homegirl, Carrie Swartz, which I want y'all to go to Google and go to Carrie Swartz, which Carrie Swartz is, uh, 
she's actually a celebrity in her own right, and she's a celebrity dead ass. Like, if you see her, she's fine as hell, but she's taking guys. She used to be on a show called Frank in the Basement on MTV, too, and uh, she actually won that competition. So, like, you think of, like, anybody from, like, um, the real world. She's just as popular as a girl from, like, the real world, like, Wow. Like, and she has her own show called Keeping It Real with Carrie, um, keep comfort with Carrie. So I don't know, but it's something Carrie Swartz. But she's interviewed everybody from um, Jim Jones' mom, da 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 da, and that's my homie. But they paid me, they'd always show me love, gave me on camera time when I needed it. And um, last but not least, I want to shout out my boy Max Perez, who does CBS work. Um, he works for Wonderful Kissing Park, books all the celebrities there. And my boy Butterman, who's a musical director at Wonderful Kissing Park, always showed me love and gives me advice when I need him. So it's been a journey. I was really proud to come to Austin, Texas. I can't, I can't say how proud I am to be here. Thank you. It's been great. All right, I'm still here. Uh, and check me out, <laughs> yo. Check me out on Facebook too, Craig Allen seven six one five lovers at gmail. <laughs> dot com. All right, man. I gotta say, you've come a long way from when I met you to now. You've definitely, uh, I don't want to say matured. Fuck it, I'll say matured. And I really appreciate you doing big things up in New York. And uh, glad to see you back. And I know you'll be back. You gotta I'll, be. I'll be back because you're the only dude who does an interview in, in straight Nike sandals, no socks. Yes. <laughs> I swear to God. So, that's my home, man. That's that's wanna... Literally your home. Yep. All right, let's get into what's happening this weekend. Uh, Thursday, The Good Life and uh, Austin Mike Exchange having a showcase party over at Flamingo, 9 o'clock with DJ Charlie, uh, DOS, Dubsticks, DJ Off Top. So basically, showcasing a bunch of talent from the Austin Mike Exchange. It's happening every Tuesday at Spider House. Uh, so that's going down this Thursday at Flamingo. All these artists will be there. It's free, 21 and up. Then Friday, if you're up for a movie, uh, they're starting this uh, three-week uh, series with Alamo Draft House. It's called uh, Friday Night uh, Films at the South Shore District. Uh, that's uh, 1333 Shore District Avenue. So they're going to be showing movies for the next three weeks. The one on Thursday is uh, Fast Times at Richmond High. Classic. Next week will be Meatballs. The week after that, Dirty Dancing. They're going to have food trailers on the site. Uh, free admission. So if you're in the mood for a movie for Friday night, 8 p.m., that's the way to go. Uh, then later on that night, uh, Peligrosa is having their party again at Empire uh, 9 o'clock, featuring African-Latina uh, uh, with Chief, Chief, I can't say his name, Boima, maybe, and Gecko Jones. Five hours at the door, goes free before 10 o'clock, 21 and up, Empire, Peligrosa, you got to check it out. If you've never been to a Peligrosa show, uh, bring your dancing shoes because you're about to get sweaty in this motherfucker. It's crazy. It's crazy. Those guys put it down, 11 DJs or 21. I, I don't know how many DJs they have now. But check out the show. I did an audio on Check out that show. He talks about all that. That's all, um, that all sounds cool, too, man. Then, uh, otherwise, you can go to Vinyl Room for the Glamorous Life. It's a costume dance party. Oh, nice. So Are you of, going? Yeah, why not? I mean, there's... What are you going to go dressed as? I don't know. I'll, I, look, my costume's always, like, last minute, and I'll pull it off. You should have seen my Halloween shit well, every it? year. But, I mean, something different. For some reason, when I envision you in a costume, it's just a Ghostbuster. Why is that? I don't know, man. I, no, I, mean, I, did, I, do, I do zombies. I do see, Afro ninjas. I, I, did, I did ghetto ninja. I did samurai, dead samurai one year. Oh, I'll show you some shit. Negro diamonds. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's the glamorous life at vinyl uh, between 6th and 7th on Trinity. So a lot of throwback jams, definitely some 80s. 
uh, DJ Dig, Less of the Filipino. Yo, shout out to DJ Dig. Yeah. Shout out to him. I had him on the show too, so go listen to his, uh, to his appearance. DJ Silver, really DJ good. B Chaser. Uh, 21 and up, no cover. So, you know, it's a costume party. What I'm trying to do is really plug some stuff that's different from all the other stuff. Uh, then on Saturday, OK Player uh, presents The Tipping Point. That's that empire. Uh, 10 o'clock with Riders Against the Storm, The League of Extraordinary Gs, Black Sports Station, Social Topic, Keeper. Go check out Keeper, guys. Those girls are really putting it down. Right. Uh, $5 cover, 21 and up. That's Saturday night. And Sunday is uh, Hella Yella and Yula Vi's boat party for their birthdays. Hella's about to have a hell of a time. Yeah, I'm sure. May gonna 14th, be... May 17th, his birthday weekend. I'm sure it's going to be crazy. So follow that. Follow Hella Yella. Hella's doing it. Uh, so their boat party is Sunday, 1230 to 5. Uh, complimentary taco bar, drinks. You can bring your own stuff. Don't bring glass bottles. Can't be that. And don't bring drama. Yeah. Leave the job. Don't the be, drama the real, don't be a real housewife of Atlanta. <laughs> Uh, make sure you bring five bucks cash for parking. You can buy tickets online. I think they're thirty bucks. This might be some early bird tickets still left. Are you going to this? Uh, I don't know yet. Sunday's. Uh, it sounds crazy. Yeah, I know. I know. Those guys put it down. I mean, really. I did a show with Yula Vi too, so go back and listen to that. Saw him last night. And then Tuesday night shift at Vinyl Room with Chino Casino and DJ Fidel. Uh, they always have a live artist come through and just play. Uh, last time they had a dude on a. I don't know if it was a trumpet or something. And they were playing Neo Soul Classics, down tempo nice. stuff. It's really chill. It's Tuesday. So Sound like some New Orleans type shit. Like brass bands. No, it's yeah. it's dope, man. These guys yeah. are really working hard at it. That's dope. So man. that's Tuesday night, uh, no cover, twenty one and up. And that's it. Uh make sure you comment, let me know what you think. Uh share on Facebook, Twitter, all that. Uh Nightwire is still in the works. Uh, so can I give uh, my handles real quick? Yeah, uh, just Craig Allen 2014 um, on Instagram, and then you can find me on Facebook if you type in Craig Allen uh, 2014 at gmail dot com. It's just easy to find with the email. Yeah, so holla at him. He's, he's making things big, and if you go to New York and people holla at you, yo man, definitely. Yeah, just right. hit me on my Facebook, please, y'all come out. Yeah, you know. And if, even if I got a gig with my friend, if, you know, shout out to homegirl, Demi Alvarado. Look, when I come to New York, I'm bum rushing the place by myself. Yo, you always got to stay, <laughs> brother. All right. So make sure you share this. Subscribe on iTunes. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, we got some really good people coming up on the show uh, in the next uh, few weeks, including Chicken George, uh, T-Double, uh, the Southern Siren. So it's going to be some, there'll be some uh, good stuff. Can I say one more thing? Go ahead. Shout out to my boy um, Enzo out there in New York. He's from Brooklyn, and he has a new album out called Heart of the City. Make sure y'all go ahead and get that on iTunes, too. There He's you young, go. 18. He's dope. All right, all right. That's all I got. Thank you, Craig. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Fly back safe to New York. Don't forget us little people once you make it. Nah. Making it in the business. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. You'll be back. You'll be back. But, for you sure. know, uh, you got mad love for Austin. We appreciate that. And that's it. We'll talk to you next week. Ciao. Peace and love.